all of us have been forced to slow down. Like if we step back and look at this perspective, like what a wonderful opportunity. It's just not, Lindy, you got to meditate. Like, holy, we all now have to step away from our day-to-day busyness and, you know, tap into what you can um, find deeper within you through all of this. This is the Alchemized Life Podcast, and I am your host, Ava Johanna, transformational mentor, speaker, teacher, and most importantly, a woman on a mission to bring wellness to the world. This podcast was created to bridge the gap for anyone craving more love, health, and happiness in each and every day. And with every episode, you will receive practical guidance to create magic in your own life. Combining the expertise of wellness visionaries and thought leaders, each week we will bring it back to basics and provide you with the tools meant to empower you to thrive emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So together, let's ditch the mean girl, you can't sit with us vibes, grab your favorite yoga pants, and start to find your uniquely alchemized life. Hey guys, welcome back to the Alchemized Life podcast. I am so excited for this week's episode. I actually recorded it last week, so it is a really timely episode all about managing anxiety, parenting, and empathy during this chaotic time. And the conversation is not just for parents, it's for anyone that is experiencing any levels of anxiety, anyone that is looking to be more mindful and integrate more empowering rituals and routines into their lives in this moment and also use this container as an opportunity to create habits that will travel with us into the days when we are no longer self-quarantined and sheltering in place. And so there's a lot of different tools that Anna and Lindy from Love Powered have shared with us in this week's episode. And I can't wait to jump into all of it. If you guys haven't heard of Love Powered, it's one of my favorite decks. So the cool thing about it is that it's very digestible. It's very modern. It's beautiful. The deck is so beautiful and it asks really powerful questions as well as gives affirmations based off of certain words or certain um, qualities in a person. So uniqueness or abundance or empathy, you have to look at the cards. They're so gorgeous and you can find them at Love Powered Co on Instagram and they have a couple different types of decks. So make sure to check those out. Before we jump into the episode though, one of the things that we did talk about quite a bit was meditation in this week's episode. And I wanted to just circle back to the Academy of Breath, which is my six-week certification program that you can enroll in now. So a lot of people have been asking me about the Academy of Breath, and I wanted to answer a couple of different questions before we jump into this week's episode. One of the questions being, do I need to be a yoga teacher? Do I need to be a coach or a healer in order to join the Academy of Breath. And my response to that is definitely not. You absolutely do not need to be a coach or a healer. You don't even need to plan to teach meditation or breath work after this. It really is a foundational training for you to deepen your own practice while also understanding what's actually going on in your body and your mind when you are meditating and breathing. I think there's so much information out there. And so containing it into a course and a program where you are really going to understand both the science and spirituality 
reality was my intention with this course and this certification. And so for those of you that are looking to just deepen your practice and become daily meditators and daily breathers, you know, the mindful breathing, know that this course is available to you as well. And then for those of you that are looking to facilitate meditation and breath, you're going to be learning over 12 different types of pranayama. And pranayama is translated from Sanskrit as extension of life force. And so these tools are not just here for reducing stress and anxiety. They're here for us to connect even greater to our intuition. They're here for us to access a layer of creativity that we may not have ever accessed before so we can move forward as empowered and confident leaders that are able to facilitate massive breakthroughs with our clients. These are the tools that I've been using since I started in my personal development journey, since I started in my wellness journey. And they are the tools that I fall back on every single day to start my day. And I have to say, once I started meditating daily, once I started breathing daily, it was one of those things where everyone around me noticed a shift in how I showed up. And I noticed it as well. I noticed that I was actually feeling intuitive. I was actually listening to those intuitive hits. I was trusting in myself. I was attracting more abundance, more opportunities, more of those dream clients, and really, really clear about who who I wanted to be and where I wanted to go. And since integrating these practices into my own life, as well as using them with my clients, I have seen such a substantial difference in my business. I've seen such a substantial difference in my relationships. And I see this happening with all of my clients too. You know, one of my clients that I first started working with in the beginning of 2019, we worked together just for personal reasons. And a year later, having integrated breathwork and meditation and all of the tools that we use together in my coaching, she's now launching her own retreat business and a business in wellness. And so she didn't even want to work with me initially for business. We was strictly personal and she's not in the wellness space at all. And now having experienced these tools, she shared with me that she now wants to bring them to even more people that are navigating different personal traumas and different personal losses. And so it's so beautiful to see how impactful and how powerful breathwork and meditation are. And the thing that I love about it most is that you don't have to reach outside of yourself. It's all inside of you. It connects you to your inner guru. It connects you to this place of personal empowerment. And from there, we make massive changes in our lives. So as I shared... The Academy of Breath is open for enrollment now, and I would absolutely love to invite you into this container. It is already so energetically stimulating for me as the creator, as the vehicle, really, because it's not just me creating it. It's a co-creation, but it's already so stimulating. And every single time I sit down to work on it, to map out content, to talk about it, to connect with students who have already signed up, I just get this jolt of electricity. And I'm hearing that on the other side too, from those that have signed up. So it's really, really, really powerful. And I would love to invite you into this container. I would love to teach you these tools that have transformed my lives and countless other lives for thousands of years, might I add. So if you're interested in enrolling, if you're interested in learning more, know that there is open enrollment from now until June 1st and there's no set container. So I wanted to be really mindful that if anyone is experiencing any type of financial stress or loss, don't worry about missing out on this opportunity because you'll have from now until June 1st to enroll. There's also payment plans available. So it's a little bit more flexible rather than paying in full. So With that being said, link is in the show notes for you to learn more about the Academy of Breath. Like I said, you'll be learning 
various breathwork techniques that have been handed down for thousands and thousands of years. You'll learn various meditation techniques to support yourself as well as your clients and really be able to speak to the different meditation experiences that some might have, whether they're experiencing anxiety, whether they're experiencing beautiful visions, whether they're connecting to divine and their intuition, you will be able to speak to all of it as well as experience all of that yourself. So if you cannot tell by how excited my voice is, I cannot wait to see this come to fruition. And I would love for you to be a part of this first round. It's going to be the only round that is actually going to be live. So make sure if you are feeling the call to sign up, to sign up. And again, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me via DM, via email, so I can support you on this journey of stepping into your next level self through breathwork and meditation by joining the Academy of Breath. Link is in the show notes again, and you'll also find all of the details for this week's episode in the show notes, as well as our sponsors and how you can connect with Anna and Lindy over on Instagram or their website, lovepoweredcode.com. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode and I will see you on the other side. I am so excited to be talking to you both today. Um, as I mentioned to Lindy, actually, Anna, before you hopped on, my um, podcast manager sent me the Love Powered cards earlier. And I think you had sent them to her late last year. And I just thought that they were so unique and so I, just like special and different from what you usually see in a card deck. And so I'm so curious to kind of just start there. First of all, welcome to the podcast, ladies. Um, I, but I would love to start there and just hear how you collectively came together to create this deck and what inspired you and um, you know, just the process of building something so beautiful. Sure. So it's Lindy speaking now. I'm the blonde. Often people don't know who we are. <laughs> so Anna and I came together um, in 2016 and we were super fast friends. And when we started to really get to know each other, we realized that we had a really paralleled past. We both went to business school. We actually went to the same university. We both graduated and dove headfirst into very busy and demanding sales and marketing corporate gigs. And we both burnt out from those sales and marketing gigs very fast. Um, both of us had these entrepreneurial fires burning deep within us. And um, even more than that and deeper than that, we realized that we were both on these personal development and spiritual psychology journeys. And so as our conversations grew deeper and you know, we, we sat together over coffee or wine as, as friends do, we started to talk about what we were learning and what we were reading and all of the different lessons that we were incorporating into our lives. And we, we realized that we were both doing affirmations. And the affirmations in our lives had such amazing transformative benefits. And we started to look at our kids and we started thinking, you know, these little beautiful clean slate children, they're, they're babies, they're toddlers, they're young children. Imagine they could start to learn the power of positive self-talk at this age. What would their lives look like in their teens, in their 20s, in their 30s? And so we started to look online for affirmations for kids, affirmations for moms, affirmations for families. And what we were looking for, we, it was, you know, we wanted to find something that was easily digestible. We wanted to find something that was approachable, not to in woo-woo land, not to angel dust fairyland. We wanted to find something that was practical and really easy to incorporate into day-to-day -day lives. And we also were looking for something that was just really beautiful. And what we were looking for at the time really didn't exist. So we thought with our backgrounds and with our, um, you know, with our strengths that were very complementary, 
we could be the people to bring this to the world. Why don't we do it? And so it kind of went very fast from there. I remember our first conversation about this in particular, building these affirmations, was November in 2016. And by August 2017, we launched Love Powered Littles with Kickstarter. So since then, it's been a whirlwind, but that's kind of how it came to be. Wow, that's incredible. And so I'm curious for both of you, where where was the desire to dive deeper into your own journeys. You know, like you said, you kind of came together in and recognized that you were both on these personal development journeys. What was that kind of like hero story for you where you were, for me, at least it was a hitting of rock bottom where I'm like, I need something. <laughs> I need something to feel fulfilled or to feel like a human again. So what was that experience like for you? Or have you just always been very curious? Yeah. So, I mean, our stories are very different. The transformative benefits of the lessons and teachings are the same, but the way that we came to our personal development journeys are very different. I grew up in a household where my mom was practicing and learning about A Course in Miracles and names like Eckhart Tolle and Dr. Wayne Dyer and, you know, um, Deepak Chopra. These were names that were in my household my whole life, Marianne Williamson. But she was so desperate to teach me what she was learning but I wasn't ready for it. So I don't know if that was a foundation that had been embedded in me for a long time. It was too big for me to grasp when she was trying to teach it to me. But like you, I hit a rock bottom after I was suffering with um, very intense anxiety in my teens and 20s. They they deemed it panic disorder. I was put on a variety of different medications that really didn't work for me. But I got to a point where you know, I was so fearful of the world. I was so just afraid that I would go out in public and have a panic attack that I started to become this hollow shell of a person, which is not me in my true nature. I'm an outgoing social being. And I had this rock bottom moment where it was like, okay, is this anxiety? Am I going to allow it to take over my life? The medication's not working. So what is what else is out there? Because I was very committed to making sure my life was not going to be taken over by the anxiety. But the medication wasn't working. So there had to be another way. And so at that point, my mom started talking to me again about her lessons and about A Course in Miracles and about the things she was learning. And affirmations was a part of that. And I was at that point very open to it and it changed my life forever. You know, that's so interesting because you, and this is one of the questions that we'll dive into a little bit later. I want to hear Anna's story first, but it's so interesting that And I'm curious about how growing up in a household where, you know, these spiritual teachings are present, how that could shift your perspective as a child, but then also to look at like, if it is that like really dense spiritual philosophy and these lessons that it could go in the other direction where you're like, wait, I'm just like not even ready. I I don't know. Like I'm not ready to actually like absorb this information. So it's interesting to hear that even though you came from a household where those names were present, that it still wasn't, you weren't ready for it until you were ready for it, you know? A hundred percent. And I think also that what she was coming at me with was like, textbook Course in Miracles stuff where, you know, at 15, I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It, was, it was too much at the time. And I think that also really helped us to shape how we are creating Love Powered, again, using the word digestible and approachable for the modern everyday person. Because if you start with, as you say, something that dense, um, one, I wasn't ready for it. But when I look back, I think it really did help to create that foundation that was there. It wasn't like so out there that I couldn't grab hold of it. But I knew that um, people just starting out on this, they, they can't dive into the deep end. They need to dip their toe first, right? So I, yeah. 
Yeah, I love it. I mean, my story is totally different in terms of I grew up in an immigrant family. Um, My parents worked really, really hard at jobs that they were overqualified for. You know, I was kind of programmed to work really hard to reach levels of traditional success, meaning, you know, go to good, good school, get a good job, retire with a pension. And so I feel like when I started thinking about this question, because we've been asked several times now, I was self-motivated from a very young age. So I would internally empower myself. I would push myself. Um, I did track for many years. And so as a sprinter, you know, it was those positive um, self-talk, you know, you can do this, you've got this focus. I would constantly speak to myself. And so when I actually found my place in entrepreneurship in 2010, that really pushed me more into personal development. And so that's where I really started studying individuals like Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay. Like I found, you know, I consider them like my grandparents and have been hooked on ever since. I feel like if we're not growing, we're dying. Like we're either moving forward or backward all the time throughout our life. And so personal development is just such an important piece of my life. And now looking at our kids and Lindy kind of mentioned mentioned this before, we're building this as a foundation for them. But I also look back at my life and religion was really pushed on me, like Catholicism was really pushed on me. And in turn, I really... I, it just wasn't my vibe. So, you know, the going to church thing every Sunday, I mean, and to each their own, but because it was so pushed on me growing up, I really rebelled against it. And so I feel like right now what I'm doing with my kids, it's more this open spirituality that is a part of our life. And so you know, thinking about breath work and meditation and positive self-talk. And if I hear the words, I can't, or if, you know, I, my daughters are only two and four, but right then and there, we talk about it because it is, you can do something. It might be hard at the beginning, but let's work on it and practice makes improvement. Eventually you'll get there, you know? So it's more of like a foundation that they're growing up with, as opposed to being forced into something, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think that all of us at a time in our personal development journey start to do that in our child work and start to peel back those layers of, well, why do I have those beliefs? Or, you know, why do I get triggered when I look at my bank account or something like that? And what I've found is that so much of that conditioning has come from just like the most little subtle things from my parents. You know, I was even a couple of weeks ago, I felt myself feel like this almost like constraint around trying to like hold back from crying. And I realized that it was because for so long, my dad, whenever I would start crying, would say, oh, don't cry or, oh, you're going to cry again. And I think so many people have that like relationship where it's like not okay to feel or it's not okay to... um you know, look at something a certain way because of the way that their parents would respond. And so coming from a young age and being so mindful with the language that that we use around our children, like, first of all, it scares the crap out of me. I'm like, oh my God, like I need to be a, a like guru by the time I have kids because I want to make sure that I'm bringing them into the world and being really mindful about how I'm raising them. So I'm curious, like starting out from the beginning of raising your little ones, how has it how has it differed from how you see a lot of more traditional archetypes of like the mom and the dad respond when, when raising children? 
Yeah. I mean, I do want to do a, a disclaimer here because we're all just figuring it out. And I mean, I'm laughing because we've just been forced into this role of being full-time mom, full-time teacher, full-time this and that. And so it's tricky. And this is to say that, you know, we still get triggered. I have highly emotional little girls. I mean, one's a Pisces and one's a Gemini. And what I've realized is my threshold for you know, screaming is really low. And so what I've started practicing is kind of saying, you know, mommy needs a timeout because we don't practice timeouts with them. We don't believe in them, but it's like, I need a timeout. So if we're in this phase of emotions and big emotions, because I feel like our little ones are feeling the vibration of the planet right now, there's so much uncertainty and there's so much fear and so much anxiety. And and they're so deeply connected to source, especially at a young age. So I'm stepping away from the situation, letting them feel their feelings. And it's funny because you just let them figure it out and they do, like you hold space for them. And then within two minutes, they're back to being, and then you're either left triggered or you've also calmed down and just move on with the next next task. So it's a constant evolution and constant growth. But Lindy and I are both, you know, really obsessed with Dr. Shafali and her work. And she talks a lot about the, you know, I feel like we were maybe more raised like that where the parents are, you know, they, they, they're kind of like in control. They're the, the boss per se. And then the kids have to do what the parents say. Whereas that's not really how we're raising our kids. We be, we believe that they're, everyone is their own unique spirit and everyone has a place, you know, for what they have to say and what they desire. And we're kind of working together as this family unit. And so what I'm starting to realize is when I say no, I want to make sure they understand that the no has been really well thought out. I'm not just saying no because I feel like saying no, or it's because, you know, in that moment, that's just what I want to do. It's because it has been thought out. It's for their greatest good. And I want them to start respecting my no a lot more because obviously they like to rebel it. My girls are really young, but as I continue to do that, I know that when they're a little bit older, they'll know when mommy says no, it is for a reason. It is for my highest good. Like that is my end goal with the no. Um, So that's kind of where I'm at right now with my parenting journey. (laughs) And I would add to just with what everything that's happening right now, we have this amazing opportunity to really get to know our kids. Like I have never known my kids so intimately as I have become able to know them over the last few weeks. And that's because they're not running off with their friends. They're not going off and, you know, doing the things that they normally do where we have separated space. We are together 24 seven. And I mean, even right now I can hear them outside in the hall. I'm like, please don't come in. Please don't come in. But, um, but I've gotten to know my kids on such a deep and intimate level. And it's been such a blessing because we've gotten to know each other. And one of the things Anna and I always talk about also is that they are our greatest teachers. A lot of the lessons that we are teaching them through affirmation, we're not telling them to act in a certain way. They are just in the present moment naturally. They, you know, we don't need to tell them to be unique. They are unique. We don't need to tell them to be curious. They naturally are all of those things. So the trick really is for us is to encourage them to stay that way and to allow the beauty of that which is them to really teach and show us how to become more mindful and more creative and more curious, more in the present moment. Um, It's been a really beautiful growth opportunity, I think, for us as parents, even more so than just um, teaching them, if that makes sense. I don't know. This whole 
project has been unbelievable from the get-go because our kids have been there since day one and they have really shaped what Love Powered is today. Um, just their being there, just them being there. And I don't know, it's, it's been a magical, magical growth opportunity for all of us. Yeah, I love that so much. So how do you use the cards with your kids? Um, for someone listening that buys the deck, how can they bring this mindfulness experience and this like growth experience into their family unit? So this is our deck here. These are our Love Powered Littles affirmations. So these are the powers we all have within us. At times, we just need a little reminder. And so what we do is we fan out the cards every day and we get our kids to choose the card. And whether you do it in the morning or in the evening or whatever, as long as you're doing it consistently, whatever works for you. But we'll fan out the cards. Why don't we get you to choose one, actually? Pick a number between 1 and 23. Mm, 22. Okay. So you got the uniqueness card is my power. So on the front, every card says, what's your power? And you flip it over and it says, uniqueness is my power. I am unique. I am special. I am one of a kind. I am grateful for my talents and I celebrate the talents of others. I am unique. What is something that makes you unique and how does it make you feel? So what we've started doing is pulling the card in the morning. We talk about it in the morning and then in the evening, we revisit it right before bed. Um, One of the cards that we have in here that's almost like you need to have it out the whole time. It's this clarification of terms card because a lot of these little kids, they've never heard these words before. Unique, abundant, um, empathetic. I mean, those are big words for for kids that are just learning them. Um, So this here gives little bite-sized definitions. So for unique, for example... It says, there is only one you. No one has ever been or will ever be just like you. You have your very own talents, likes, and dislikes. You have your own thoughts and ideas, passions, and joys, unlike anyone else. And this love, this is what makes you oh so special. So then they can really kind of grasp what the concept means. Um, Yeah, so we just talk about it in an open way. And in the beginning, they don't really understand, but then when they get it, the, that click moment is so amazing. Um, there's questions at the bottom of each card that really gets them to dive in deep and, and um, think about their own daily experiences and how they've expressed that power in the past, which makes them realize I do have that power within me. Let's say for courage, um, it'll ask, how were you courageous? My daughter says courageous and now I'm... That's so cute. <laughs> how were you... How were you courageous today? And how did it make you feel? Or think of a time when you were courageous. How did it make you feel? And at first, their answers are like, you know, bogus. They don't make any sense and they don't fit the word courage at all. But then there's that moment. I remember my daughter being four years old and that moment she said, you know, I was at the cottage and I was standing on the cliff and I was so scared to jump in the water, but my cousins were there and they said, you can do it. And I jumped. I am courageous. I was like, oh my gosh, she gets it. And it's just cool because again, it's the foundation, right? We're giving them these little tidbits and it's seeping into their their mind, body, and soul. Yeah, I love that so much. And I feel like there's just so many different like tools that they're learning through that. I mean, it's habit forming. I'm sure that they crave waking up and pulling their card in the morning. And then it has them thinking on different levels about themselves. So introspection. And so it just seems like such a cool and easy and digestible. Like digestible is like the thing that I keep coming back to that makes it so available to any family. Um, Way to just bring more mindfulness into um, your relationship with your children.
All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break from this week's episode so I can share with you one of the sponsors that I've absolutely loved working with over this past year. And on the topic of being a mindful parent and connecting with your family during this time, our sponsor, StoryWorth, makes it so much easier and fun for you to connect with your loved ones, for them to share their stories, and for you to get to know them in a way that maybe you wouldn't have necessarily asked or thought about before. So I've talked about StoryWorth before. It is an online platform and a great way to stay in touch with family and friends during this time of geographic distance. They send weekly email story prompts with questions that you probably never have asked before. And the cool thing is that at the end of the year, they'll get their stories bound in a beautiful hardcover book. I've done this with my dad over the past year, and it's been so much fun to learn all of his different stories and just funny things that have happened to him over the year. What I love about it is that they have pre-selected questions, and then you can also put in your own custom questions. So I had to know some of the sillier things that he had done in his life. It really is an opportunity for you to dig deep, have some sort of keepsake of your relative, and again, do something cool that allows you to connect to your family during this time. And it's a great way to pass on stories and life lessons to your children and their future families, as well as inviting different families and friends to really share their stories as well. So the cool thing again is that you can email your loved ones a StoryWorth subscription directly to them. So there's no shipping or anything like that happening right now. It's all through email and they receive the story prompts on a weekly basis. So if you're looking for a way to connect with your family even more and discover untold stories, then use StoryWorth. Again, I have absolutely loved doing this with my dad. And you can get started right away without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com forward slash alchemized. You'll get $10 off of your order. And again, that's storyworth.com forward slash alchemized for $10 off. I hope you guys enjoy. Or how do you suggest for parents out there right now navigating the shelter in place and self-quarantining? How can you, how do you suggest them to start navigating, bringing more of this mindfulness into their home right now? So it doesn't just feel like it's just like, as we were kind of saying before we hit record this, just like break from school where their kids are home, but instead like actually a container that they can use to grow and to grow closer to their um, children as well. Well, I'll share. So uh, I am not the best teacher, homeschooling teacher. Like I'll be the first to admit. So I'm figuring it out, but I feel like I've got the morning down now that it's like four weeks in. So what we do is, and again, my daughters are two and four, so they're, they're little. Um, but what we're doing is we're starting off with a 10 minute yoga practice. So actually cosmic kids on YouTube is awesome, super engaging. And after that, we're putting on a little meditation. So there's a frozen meditation now on, on YouTube as well. And then we're picking our superpowers. So then we're picking our affirmations. Um, so that has been like a steady routine practice that we do in the morning. That's worked really well with the girlies. And, um, do you like your morning yoga and affirmation practice? Yeah. Yeah. So we're having fun. That's our little mindful morning. I love that. Lindy, what do you suggest as far as bringing more mindfulness into the home for everyone navigating uh, the quarantine right now? What an opportunity. I mean, what an opportunity. The whole world has stopped to a standstill. And we have this opportunity to, you know, teach our kids, not just school. And I think at the end of the day, if they miss a few months of math and science, they're going to be okay. They're going to catch up. 
but what an opportunity that we have to incorporate more mindfulness into our day-to-day. So what we've been doing is we start every day with a 10-minute meditation, a whole fam- our whole family does it together, an affirmation and a gratitude practice. So we do our, effort, our 10-minute meditation, we do our affirmations, and then we write down three things that we're grateful for in that moment. And um, the other things that we're doing that are just so beautiful and such a mindful practice without even really acknowledging or thinking about it is just being together in the present moment, out in the sunshine, noticing the flowers coming up from the ground, noticing the buds on the trees, hearing the birds chirp, jumping together on the trampoline, skip rope, doing, you know, um, chalk art, all of those things. That is mindfulness. It's being nestled into the beautiful present moment without judgment. And um, I think that it's just what an opportunity that we have. And I however you're using this, and I know a lot of people are really caught up in fear and worry and doubt and anxiety, and that's okay too. However, any of us are experiencing this, it's totally normal and it's totally valid. But I definitely want to use this time wisely for myself and I don't want to let it go to waste. And so this mindfulness practice that we've incorporated into our day-to-day has been a major blessing and we're going to keep it going when school starts again as well. Yes. I love that so much. And I think that's what I'm really trying to hone in on right now is like, I have this beautiful opportunity for myself to start my morning. Like this morning I woke up at seven and I did a, um, breath work. I did a breath work and breath work and meditation and then got rolled out my yoga mat and did some yoga. And then I enjoyed my coffee and breakfast and it was just so slow and still. And it was probably over the course of like an hour and a half. And like, I'm very grateful that I get to work from home, you know, and I don't have to go to an office. So I know that I have the privilege of having a little bit more time and making my schedule. But, you know, even being an entrepreneur, as I'm sure both of you know, is that sometimes you can just like jump right into things. And so I'm really trying to use this time to form that habit every single day so that when the quarantine is lifted, I am still doing these practices because I feel so good. I just feel so good. And I think that that is what's so incredible about it is that we're really able to prove to ourselves that these practices do make a difference and that they do impact our moods, our energy, our creativity, and how we show up. And I'd also like to add, um, we've been talking about big emotions with these kids that they're feeling the collective energy of the world right now. They're feeling our energy, which is, you know, it's a roller coaster right now. As grateful as we are to have this time, we're also feeling real sense of gratitude, but also just emotions, big emotions, thinking about the people that are suffering and the families that are um, dealing with grief right now, lost loved ones and the frontline workers who go out every day. There's a lot of emotions that are playing into our world every day right now and our kids are feeling it. And, you know, my son who's nine years old and he is an active little guy and he's a social little guy and he's on a hockey team where they, you know, he plays hockey five days a week. All of a sudden, it's like, no, you're home with us and that's it. He has had more tantrums in the last two weeks as a nine-year-old boy than I've seen you know, happen in my household in the last five years. And so the mindfulness that we've brought in has been also very helpful to navigate those big emotions. So not just the day-to-day, how we start our morning, but also um, when I allow him to feel his emotions and I sit with him and I just let him cry it out, scream it out, get it out of his body. And then we sit together and do another meditation. We've done every time he's had a tantrum, which has not been that many, but enough (laughs) that it's, you know, playing into our household, we sit, we hug, we cry, 
and we do a meditation afterwards. And once it's out of his body, he's like a spring chicken. He is completely alive again. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's another opportunity that we can really realize and appreciate right now is usually when things are fast paced and kids are feeling a certain way, we just want to move on to the next because we've got to go to this place. We've got to go to that practice, but allowing them to feel their emotions until they're fully out of their body. I think that that's really important and uh, we have an opportunity to do that right now. Yeah, absolutely. I would just add it to like the news. I mean, I haven't listened to any news and, you know, to each their own again, but if it impacts you physically and it impacts you emotionally, then turn it off. And I feel like if there's something that I need to learn about, either a friend will text me or I'll see it eventually on Facebook. Like, you know what I mean? Rather than constantly having that in the background playing, like that can be exhausting and it can have a serious energy impact in in the home as well. And so, I mean, just for us not having it on since the very beginning, knowing and trusting that whatever we have to know, we will know um, has been a great practice as well here. Yeah. I mean, I was um, just staying with my mom because we were meant, we were supposed to be traveling. I'm supposed to be in France right now, actually. And so um, we had moved out of our home in LA and put all of our stuff in storage and we were supposed to be traveling. Um, but because all of our travel got canceled, I ended up staying with my mom. My husband was with his family for a few weeks. And you know, I understand as a parent wanting to be so up to date on everything that she had the news running constantly. But I could just tell that like as every single day went by, my anxiety started to grow. And I don't think of myself as a super anxious person, but my anxiety started to grow. Her anxiety was through the roof. Um, like she was losing her mind. Um, and then finally I was just like, and she's in school right now studying psychology. And I was like, you know what? you need to turn off the news because it's not doing you any good. And so much of it is not even true. It's just like, it's all just fear. And you need to go online and just like you'd research a paper, start researching this stuff yourself if you want to be um, kept informed, but you can't have the news running constantly because, you know, even for myself, I hadn't had any type of like tantrum or mental breakdown in years and years and years. And I had one the other weekend. And um, so much of it was just this built up, like, overexposure to fear and panic. And so I'm curious, you know, I fully believe that children and and little ones are super empathetic and just like you, like you said earlier, connected to source. But I also think that we are as well. And I denied that for myself for so long. And so I'm curious how you are navigating dealing with your own anxiety through all of this while also discerning like the collective anxiety that's kind of just being absorbed into your own energy space. So I think that it's just a matter of bringing it back to practicing our own preach and surrounding us ourselves with um, the good and not, you know, what we do know is input equals output and whatever you're feeding your mind, body, and soul is going to have a direct reflection on how you show up for yourself, for your friends, for your family, for your life. And so at this time more than ever, mindset is everything and your mindset game needs to be stronger than it's ever been if you want to get through this um, intact and if you want to have that positivity flow through your household. So, you know, us waking up and doing a meditation, affirmation, um, gratitude practice, that's not just for my kids. Of course, that is for me. That is for my husband. Um, you know, we talk about how the gratitude, uh, we, we talk about the gratitude for the little things of what's happening in our lives right now, but also the bigger things for the people that are going out to risk their lives, to save lives. Uh, we talk about the gratitude of having each other during this time when some 
Some people don't have anybody else out there. We talk about um, the power of positive self-talk and it's really just practicing our preach. And if we get off kilter, um, it's very important that we surround ourselves with people that can guide us back to the light. So Anna and I will often, you know, if one of us is off, the other one is always there to be um, a support to say like, hey, listen, I love Anna has a whole shake it off thing. Anna, you should show the world this whole shake it off thing. I love it. I do it at home all the time now, but um, it's shaking off the negative energy so that you can get right back into the positive energy. And, you know, our families are supportive, but if you don't have that support system, find it. You know, it's, that, that's one beautiful thing about social media right now. Everybody's like, oh, stay away from social, less social media. No way, man. Give me all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Give me the accounts that are feeding me with the positive and the energy and the good energy and the good vibes, you can find that positive community. Um, even if you don't have people that are, you know, in your household that are lifting you up. So I think that it's just a matter of, um, really keeping your, your mind set strong during this time is it's really everything. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I think that starting there is where we find, more transformation in other area of our areas of our lives. Like even whether we're in quarantine or we're out in the world, it's like starting with that mindset is going to help you so you can navigate fear great more when you want to quit your job and start your own business or when you want to leave that relationship that's not serving you or when you want to be in a relationship that will be serving you. It's like starting with beginning to understand and master your mind and using tools like affirmations and introspection and questions that are like powerful questions that aren't going to make you feel like a victim, but actually make you feel empowered is at least for me, I know that that is the baseline of all of my growth and all of my transformation above all. And I, what I would add to that, um, something that we talk about a lot also is the self-forgiveness and the grace Mm -hmm. to just allow yourself to be because this is uncharted territory. None of us have ever experienced what's happening in the world today. I think it's very, very important that we allow ourselves to feel all of the emotions because I, you know, I'm not sitting here like, Oh, I'm just positive self-talk all day long through this. I've had a lot of, you know, I've had fear. I've had anxiety. I've had worry just like you there's a lot happening in the world and there's a lot of different sources feeding us this stuff. I think that it's allowing ourselves the grace to feel all of those emotions and also giving other people a break. There's going to be people out there that are, um, you know, super negative and I've had a hard time trying to shift away from that when people are negative right there that are maybe your sister or your, or somebody who's very close to you or somebody who's coming at you, for example, we had a customer service email this morning that kind of put me off kilter. It's remembering that they're human too, and they're going through this too, and giving them compassion and forgiveness as well. I think that's really important yeah. too. Yeah. And I think I would just add too is, you know, whatever's happened for you over the last three to four weeks. And if you're listening to this, maybe giving yourself the space and the opportunity to really introspect and look back at the days that you've just lived and, you know, how did you feel through them? And did you really look deep within to find, you know, the silver linings, finding clarity in our life. Like it truly is a gift for so many of us because the way that I see it is we, we always talk about meditation and it's like, you should be meditating and you should be meditating and you should be meditating. But when the world is buzzing so fast around you that it's really hard to do because especially, you know, as parents, like we are everywhere, add a business to that, add a spouse, add friendships, at all that, we live busy lives. And so 
meditating for me as a type A personality, I mean, it's hard because I'm such a go, go, go person. Then all of a sudden to step back out of my busy life, busy, chaotic life and meditate is hard. But I feel like now we've been gifted this opportunity to slow down globally. It's not just you are slowing down. It's all of us have been forced to slow down. Like if we step back and look at this perspective, like what a wonderful opportunity. It's just not Lindy, you got to meditate. Like, holy, we all now have to step away from our day-to-day busyness and, you know, tap into what you can um, find deeper within you through all of this. Find more clarity. Is there stuff you're realizing now you shouldn't be doing when life goes back to a new normal? Is there things that you need to declutter out of your life? Not just things, but what about relationships and toxic people and, and so forth and so forth. And so it really is a global gift, I feel. I do understand also, you know, people are not all in this in this gift space. Um, but if we are, how can we leverage it to really, um, go deeper in on a spiritual level? Yeah, absolutely. I fully agree. And I do think that it is a global gift because even, and I do recognize that there is a lot of loss, a lot of grief, but I also know that every single loss and time that I've grieved in my own life in the past has always led me to something greater and something more, even more beautiful. And had I not, experienced all of my life experiences, I would not be sitting here today talking to both of you lovely ladies. And so I just remember that and remind myself of that and also have been using this as an opportunity to, and this is something that anyone can do, to ask myself, like, what is it that I do want to create moving forward? Like, what is it that I do want to step into moving forward? And I feel like we kind of like that decluttering sense that you said, it's like, we almost have our whole life in storage right now. And it's like, what are the things that we're like not forgetting or that we're forgetting about or don't really miss like it's it's such a beautiful like it's a cleansing really and i think that so many of us are looking at it as a cleansing because we can walk forward having that clear slate that clear understanding and like perspective of like what is important what our priorities are where we may have been playing small and how this was a little bit of a wake up call that's shaking us into holy shit like i need to step forward i need to do the damn thing because life is precious and you just never know Exactly. And is it going to be the same reality that we go back to, or is it going to be a new normal? And I just, I don't, I don't think anyone can truly go back to being the same person after all of this because it has shaken all of us up. And so, you know, sitting down and really defining what is that new normal for me going to look like? Because eventually we will be out of it. And I don't know, I kind of like it. Like maybe this will, you know, I'll have pieces of this as my daily life. So what's it going to be for you? You know, what is that new normal that you're going to create for yourself? Yeah, I love that. Amazing. Well, ladies, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Anna, Lindy, you were both so wonderful to talk to. And I feel like I'm a little bit more well-prepared for parenthood whenever that happens. So thank you so much for bringing all of this wisdom to me. For those of you or for everyone that's listening, can you share where we can find Love Powered Cards, where we can follow along with both of your journeys and just um, share where everyone can find you? For sure. I mean, we hang out on Instagram a lot. So it's at Love Powered Co. And if anyone's ready to start their affirmation journey, lovepoweredco.com. I will be fully transparent right now. We only have the Love Powered Teens, which is ready to ship out. Every other product is on back order. Um, but the Love Powered Teens is a universal deck. It's beautiful. Other than a tiny, tiny teens logo, it's perfect for everyone. So if you're ready to get started, we can ship that out to you. 
Amazing. Thank you so much. And also it's like forever young, right? (laughs) Let's go with that. (laughs) Amazing. Well, we'll link everything in the show notes. And again, just thank you so much for both coming on. I appreciate you taking time out of your day to talk to me. And I cannot wait to hear everyone's feedback on this episode. Thanks for having us. Thank you. 